everybody. I hope you're all doing well. I want to jump on real quick. We're doing something new here. We're going to try it out. Uh, we had an in-person guest. Matt Kassane is his name. I've always wanted to say that. Matt Kassane is his name. At any rate, he came in, hung out with us. We had such a blast. And one episode is just not going to be enough. So what we're going to do, give you a little introduction today. And then the rest of the week, we're going to have a little bit of fun. If you're listening to Weekend Remix right now, which I know a lot of you do, you just get a whole episode of The Dickers and Matt. Matt Kassane is his name, as I like to say. At any rate, enough of me. Let's get to it. Have a great week, everybody. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi. No, wait. No, 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 no. Matt, Matt's the first oh, yeah. hello. Who fucked that up? Uh, who do you hey, think? You know what? It, Let's no. do this. Matt says the first hello, then we say hi, <laughs> then he says hey. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. This is going to be the best episode yeah. ever. Should we whiteboard this idea? Yeah. Or are we gonna, yeah. just gonna can you go tell who it? the fish fan is? All right. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey! hey. No, I think done. it works. Yeah, that works. No, that okay. was fucking terrible. Yeah. Hey! This is fun. We got we got a a live in person guest tonight. First time ever. How about we, that? We kidnapped him. We yeah. did. We right. kidnapped him. I just told him to go to the front door. Yeah, he came in here for directions. And <laughs> we, <were> like, <laughs> <laughs> we need a desk. You're never leaving. <laughs> Chicago's very own. Too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about us, Mr. Boys? Matt. So, what the hell have you been up to? What do you do? Tell tell the uh, tell the fans and the audience what you uh, what you do. Obviously, I could say it. I love what you do. Oh, yes. so I started out in gay porn. Uh, All right, that's where oh, a couple started. of us. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. how do you think we got here? Yeah, that's Can't. where I'm at right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't the gang straight bang. porn without starting yeah. in gay porn. <laughs> you gotta start you watching gotta, porn. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta stay with what pays the bills. Okay. <laughs> I'm just reading my own biography. That's what I say. I love that you're doing this. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot what I've done. So I will tell you that I, I watched forgot. one of the man cow. Yeah, that was. I oh, watched one. I think, I, I think <laughs> the video good. that I mean, there was a couple of videos, but the video that I really liked, mm-hmm. you were on. You were at. You were somewhere. I think you may have been in the mall. You might have not seen this video. Maybe I haven't <laughs> seen this. You were in the mall, and mm-hmm. you were doing the Chris Farley down by the river in a mall. In a mall, because who doesn't? Somewhere out. Yeah, outdoors. he's at Tiffany Fox of, of, of uh, Chris Farley. He is, and oh, I'll okay. tell you. It was at, it wasn't in a mall. It was like a, it was it was in front of a company maybe. Okay. Can we are, keep you yeah. are you a psychic? Yeah. Are you a psychic? I was just thinking that. You keep guessing. Oh my god. We got done with psychic. Yeah. You may have you may have you may have booked the wrong Chris Farley person. That's the guy in Texas. By the way, I know a ton of Chris Farley impersonators. There's only three of us. Yeah. Well. Should That's I? Ray. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it was Ray. God damn it. I'm going to call you Ray from now on. So, guys, we have Ray here. He's basement of the Alamo. Tell me about yourself, Ray. So, here's my uh, Farley story for you guys. Um, this is the, uh, the weird version. Um, I never uh, set out to be a Chris Farley impersonator. It just kind of happened. I was doing a quick impression in my stand up comedy days in uh, the 90s. And um, so you, you guys know Jeff Hoover. Somebody said you know yeah. Jeff Hoover. Well, we so, don't know him, no, but I know of him. So Jeff Hoover, WGN uh, Morning News, 
he knew me from his days as a producer for Jonathan Brandmeyer on the loop. Yep. Cause I used to call in and do goofy impersonations. I was in an impression contest on Brandmeyer's show one time and it was Brandmeyer and Lou Ferrigno as the celebrity judges. <laughs> oh, and shit. I did this stupid ass <laughs> impression and it was, um, I think it was Gilbert Gottfried and Tom Brokaw in Goodfellas. Uh-huh. And it was so stupid. It was just like, okay, Tom, uh, what, what is so funny about me? You know, why are you laughing? What am I, a clown? Jeez, Gilbert, I don't know. Just the way you tell a story is funny. It was really stupid. I think I was the only one that called in. I might have been the only one in the whole contest, but I got second place somehow. I don't know oh, how shit. that is. So I would do shit like that on Brand Meyer's show. And, um, wow, that guy didn't like that bit. No, he got out of here. walked right out of here. Yeah, threw his headphones off. So, um, so anyway, uh, Jeff got hired at WGN and they were looking for wacky stuff. You know, that their whole show is pretty goofy. Yeah. And so he was just like, oh, we'll get this guy on here and have him do some stuff. And, um, yeah, I came on there and, um, I was wearing this green jacket, you know, that was not the Matt Foley jacket, but uh-huh. I did Matt Foley. And so a couple years later I was at uh, the Salvation Army in Villa Park and I was looking for something else. I was looking for like a safari helmet and uh, I walked in there and there was the Matt Foley jacket hanging on the, I'm not kidding. It was the Matt Foley jacket, almost an exact replica of it hanging on the men's um, clothing. Is that blue? That light, light light, light blue, baby blue. Yeah, 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 man. It was, I looked at it and I was just like, you gotta be, um, really? And so it was seven bucks. And uh, so I bought it and I got like so much, so many gigs out of it. I still have it. It's all ripped up right the back now. is ripped, right? Yeah. And I yeah saw, it's that all same one I saw from the, yeah. And the documentary. Right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's just, uh, my lucky jacket, but I don't wear it anymore. Cause it's so destroyed. Right. But you, uh, you'd swindle them down to five bucks. Cause seven's kind of high. <laughs> yeah. You got to haggle there, right? Yeah, You got to haggle. I just remember thinking to myself, wow, look at that. There's the Matt Foley jacket. And then I was, <laughs> and then as years went on, I thought about it. And I was just like, Maybe Chris wanted me to carry on his legacy. Sure. Know? I don't know. Yeah, why did I, I get it? found you, yeah, basically. Why? It did. I was just like, why did I get the that? The sun jacket? was shining on it through the I'm window. Shit, right? And yeah. at that point, you don't haggle. Even I know when. So there's sometimes you just don't haggle. You're so excited that you found something that's just so perfect. You, you're willing to pay $7 for You it. have that moment? I do. I don't, buy that. Yeah, I don't I, buy that. I, I don't recall exactly on what, but I, I feel it. I feel that I felt that before. <laughs> And I remember distinctly when I was a kid, my dad uh, came home. I don't know if he had just seen The Godfather, but he um, <laughs> he put some uh, he put some um, tissue in his cheeks, and uh, he did uh, Marlon Brando as The Godfather when we were kids, and we were just dying. We oh. thought that was the coolest thing. Uh, so yeah, my mom was theatrical. She got a degree in in theater from uh, Rosary College in River Forest. That's and, awesome. Uh, my grandmother, my dad's mom, was an opera singer. Um, she sang professionally, and my uh, my other grandma was a, was a gifted uh, pianist, and uh, so there was always uh, music and entertainment and some type of you know light comedy going on when we were children growing up. That's yeah, awesome, you know, man. and it's it's funny you say that. My grandma, she used to play the organ. No shit. Did she have one hand or something? She did. She had she she did. She had one hand and she had nubs. And she would always every single time I would see her, I would only see her for Christmas and she would always rub my back. And I was like, Are those the nubs, grandma? Are you rubbing me with the nubs? They better be. And then she goes, Let me play some uh, organ. By the way, I can't play any organ. Well, maybe I can. So that's I mean, that's how it got going. And then uh, going through college, um, I read a book, uh, my final semester of college. I got, uh, I ordered it. I don't know how I got it. I don't remember. 
but it was about it was uh, about the second city. Um, it was a whole big thick uh, book about Second City, the the the, uh, the comedy club, and then the TV show. And uh, one of the chapters uh, was about the Players Workshop of the Second City in Chicago, where a, a lot of these uh, actors that became legendary, you know, luminary actors, uh, George Went and Bill Murray and Shelley Long and all these guys, they went to the Players Workshop in Second City, learned how to be funny, learned how to write sketch comedy, character development, and that kind of thing. So I just thought that would be the thing to do finish here at maryland go back to chicago and that's that's pretty much what i did i got that's like a awesome. job at a little radio station um and then I, that was during the morning and then i worked at a at a uh, a beef stand carm's beef yeah. in, in lombard oh carm's beef is outstanding <laughs> yeah, it was it was the best yeah, man that is so the i best. worked there and then uh i took classes at second city and um then i got hired to be in the children's theater at second city and um that was cool because we were on the main stage doing the doing the children's theater on sundays uh, they used to call it uh, Sunday, Sunday, the little bastards fun day. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they, that's what they called it. That's awesome. that's yeah. And so that was a lot of fun because you're on the main stage, man. So you'd be backstage just hanging out. And um, another cool thing about that was, is I was not a theater guy at all. I, I was like a radio TV film guy. I was over to radio stations and, and TV stations and stuff. So being a theater um being this whole new th acting and theater thing was so cool because you'd go, you'd get there and you'd go backstage and, and like everybody would just be chilling out in the back and getting changed. And you'd walk in there and the actresses would, you know, be running around in their, with their shirts off. Hey. <laughs> you'd just be like, holy shit, this is a cool, cool job. Yeah. <laughs> a little starstruck. Was this Matt Lauer's office? Where the yeah. hell was this at? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you don't get out of my Matt Lauer yeah. office. Yeah. 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 You got to get yeah, buzzed yeah. up. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's an old saying. I don't know if it's true today, but back in those days, theater chicks are easy. I don't know if it's still relevant yeah. or not. So. Yeah, that uh, saying got worth a try. I don't think that's around anymore. Yeah, got no. a lot of guys in trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Jeff Rogers on who Yeah. Was, yeah. Right. yeah Jeff and I were us. Jeff and I were players workshop together. I That's remember. How crazy so cool. is that? And, uh, That's so Jeff here's the deal. Cool. Jeff had done a ton of theater all through grade school and high school, and he was versed in theater and he did improv. I had never done any of this shit before. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So I remember he lasted after a couple of sessions. He and a couple of other people, they were like really good, gifted professionals. Jeff was at Players Workshop on scholarship. You know, he was oh, really good. Right yeah. So I just remember him looking at me like in other, and the other people that didn't know what they were doing, they'd be rolling their eyes like, you know, so, but uh, yeah, Jeff is. Uh, he's, he's a good very, dude. He yeah, is. He's right, a man. very funny yeah, he guy. Really he is. He's very, very funny. funny. So let's talk about stand up comedy and let's talk about the first time you bombed. And how difficult was that? How do you ask somebody that? Tell well, us you always got to go, because you always remember the first time you bombed. The first time I bombed was the first time I ever went up. It was at right. Really? Right. Who's on yeah. First Comedy Club in Elmhurst, Illinois. It was yeah. 1989. No shit. And um, I had practiced and practiced and practiced. And I would do it. I worked at this little radio station in Elmhurst. It was like a 500-watt radio station. Mm -hmm. So during the day, there was nothing going on there. I would just introduce... I would just introduce TV uh, or radio shows and then they would play for like an hour. So I would just like practice over and over again, my, my, my little five minute set. So when I got the balls enough to go up and do it at the open mic and who was on first, I got up there and I was just terrified, man. And I did a Springsteen bit. And it sucked so bad. If my family was there. Yeah, that's why. That's why. If I would have been great if anybody else was there. That's why you hate Springsteen. It sucked so bad. To this day. And I was so nervous. And uh, and then I stopped. I was like so humiliated. I stopped after like six months. I, I went back and tried it again at another club. And 
I got a little bit better, but no, it was it was it's really tough, man. Stand up's rough, yeah. dude. Stand up's no joke. The way that I uh, started doing Chris Farley was that I used to go see Chris when he was at Second City, and I was taking classes there. And one night after the actual show, um, af- back in those days, anyway, um, they would do the actual show, right? And then they would say, "If you guys want to stick around, we're going to work on new skits for our upcoming review." And I stuck around that night. I was just lucky enough. And they did the whole Matt Foley skit in its entirety in front of me and about 30 other people. There was nobody in the place. It was like midnight on a Wednesday. It was fucking freezing cold out, you know? And, um, yeah. So, um, and then I just, you know, uh, kind of got to know Chris a little bit. We would hang out at the old town ale house and go out and get beers. And he was always real friendly to me when I was a kid back in my twenties and just always real, real nice guy. But um, I did just, he ever give you cocaine or heroin at all? <laughs> did you guys? Um, Number no. one question. Yeah. yeah, all the time. Okay, we, good. Good. we were always Pass we were always off. doing eight balls together. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, never. Um, no, I never saw him do any drugs. I swear to God, I, we had a beer once at uh, Old Town Ale House. That was about the most I ever saw him do, as far as that type of stuff goes. Nice. But um, yeah, I just started um, doing a little bit of Chris in my stand-up act, like in the '90s. Um, I was still relatively skinny, skinnier, and uh, Chris. Um, had just passed away and I was, you know, everybody was sad about it. And I was doing a lot of stand up throughout the Midwest, Chicago and Wisconsin. So they all loved him. And I'd be like, who wants to see some Farley? And everybody yeah. would go crazy and cheer and stuff. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, what do you guys want me to do? But yeah, let's go ahead. Shout out some favorite Chris Farley. Of course. Van what? by the river. Yeah. Okay. got to do van by the river. He's been down in the basement for the last four hours, drinking coffee. His name's Matt Foley. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Uh, allow me to introduce oh, myself. My name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. Now, before I get going with my speech, I'll go for it. I want to give everybody here a little bit of a scenario of what my life's all about. First off, I am... 35 years old. I'm price divorced. And for the past six months, I have been living in a van down by the river. Now, I know a lot of you guys are looking at old Matt. And you're thinking to yourself, hey, man, we need to get back on the right track. All right. Okay, good. Now, I understand. So many of you guys consider yourselves writers. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We actually, well, we've uh, actually been encouraging you to write. Writing, well, laddie freaking die. <laughs> hey, I can't see real good. That Bill Shakespeare over there, I can't see too good. From what I understand, you've been using your papers not for writing, oh, but God. for rolling doobies. <laughs> You're going to have plenty of time for doobie rolling when you're living in a van down by the river. All right. Let me tell you something. You guys better get out there and start doing better, all right? Or else you're not going to amount to jack squat. You're going to wind up eating the steady diet of government cheese and living in a van down by the river. Thanks a lot. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? 
that. I gotta tell you, it was exactly honestly. I knew it was gonna be fucking amazing. Amazing, amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking, fucking amazing. I feel like I was fucking watching Farley right there.